0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K-Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. Hi, everyone. Delfina Correa here from Be Made Hole and Maxwell Leadership. We are busy with an exciting series. Uh, The title is Developing the Leader Within You, based on the book by John Maxwell. Uh, It is based on the the updated version of his book, uh, which he said is about 80% different from the original one. So we've got the latest version here today and we are today on part four. I want to encourage you to get the recordings, which I'll give you that info of right at the end today. Uh, we're talking about a lot of important things about leadership. And if you want to become a better leader, you want to continue listening. Last week, we started in the series talking about character. Character is the foundation of leadership. And if I want to become a better leader, The first thing I gotta do is I've got to grow in character. If you think of a house, if, if the house is leadership, then character is the foundation of that house. And when the storm hits, because it's coming, then that house will remain standing. If you wanna stay rock solid as a leader, you wanna develop your character. Build that foundation, strengthen your foundation, Every day, and you will withstand any storm as a leader, no matter what comes your way. So, why is character such a big part? What makes character such a strong foundation in our leadership? Well, one thing about character is that it builds trust. When someone trusts you, they're going to cooperate better with you. They're going to work better with you. They're going to give you a lot more as their leader than they would if they didn't trust you. When someone doesn't trust you, think about yourself. If you don't trust someone, how much of yourself and your energy are you going to give to that person? Not much, that's for sure. You're going to just do the bare minimum. What's required? What do I have to give? And that's all I'm going to give. There will be no how much I want to give. And so if I want to build a strong team and I want to build a a, a team that's not only strong, that's not only works well together, but a team that produces and is actually effective and that grows, I do that by building trust. Where do you think as a leader? Well, let me just give you this quote first. Kuzis and Posner wrote a book, The Leadership Challenge. And in that book, they made this statement. They said, trust is a risk game, and leaders must be the first ones to ante up. So when you're a leader, the buck stops by you. You're it. And when it comes to trust, people have a wrong interpretation of trust. Many people think that it's something that's nice to have. But I want to tell you that is not accurate. If you want to be effective as a leader, you need the trust of your people. Many people think that trust is up to others, but didn't they just say that the leaders must be the first ones to ante up? So trust is not something you leave to people. There's something that you do that will cause them to trust you. Some people think that trust can only grow slowly, but I want to tell you that that's also not true. Trust can be developed really quickly. Stay with me. And you will find out how you can develop How you can get uh, Your team to a place Where they trust you as a leader Some think that A a single mistake will automatically destroy trust But I want to tell you If you've made mistakes like we all have by the way Making a mistake Does not have to destroy trust I want to ask you a question quickly As I've said before uh, This uh, series is a lot more of a coaching series Than a teaching series Uh, There's a lot of questions and questions for you to ask yourself, not questions for you to ask other people. It's for questions for me to ask me and for you to ask you. These are self-evaluating questions. And the question I want to ask you today is how willing are you to share openly with others about when you've made a mistake? Do you remember that having if you've done that before, what was the result you got? I'm sure you had a good result. Every time I have admitted to a mistake, I've received a whole lot of mercy and kindness. I very seldom, in fact, I can't think of a time when I admitted to a mistake that I had a negative response. And you know what? When you admit to a mistake, relationships are restored. You can now begin to build again and the trust begins to get restored, depending on what the mistake was. Sometimes there's a process for the trust to be restored. But it begins the journey when we acknowledge our mistakes. So if you're a leader and you've made mistakes, you don't have to lose the trust of your people. Just deal correctly with that mistake. And so much of leadership relies on good character. Think about this. Trust is created through it. Talent is protected by it. And internal peace is fostered by it. I want to repeat that quickly. Trust is created through character. Talent is protected by character. So our talent doesn't go to our head, you know what I mean? And internal peace is fostered by character. Now, if you didn't want any of those things except the peace, don't you think it's worth having the character for the peace? (laughs) Who doesn't want peace? I don't know anyone who said, I want war, except some leader I'm thinking up of there in Asia right now. (laughs) But for the most part, we want peace. Who doesn't want inner peace? Just think of someone who you trust. Someone you you, like the person you trust the most. What makes them so trustworthy in your eyes? I want to tell you a story. The, The person that comes to me immediately is my dear mother. Someone I can trust because she's a person of character. She's got a giving heart. She's generous. She's kind. She's so forgiving. She has integrity. She's a role model, not just of, of uh, strength of character in handling problems, but just f- being positive and seeing the positive outlook. She sees the bright side and the funny side. No matter what's happening in her life, her shine never seems to go away. She's such an inspiration to me. I'm so glad that I still have her. My father was a good role model to me, too. He's passed away uh, many years ago. Um, I think it's over. Yeah, it's about 24 years ago. Uh, But my mom is still with us and I'm so thankful. I'm just so glad that she's here. Just having her here is just an inspiration to all of us. I want to tell you a quick story about her courage, which really is something that's an inspiration. And that's why I trust her the way I do. I mean, talking about running towards bullets. Have you ever known someone courageous enough to run towards the bullets? One day, I believe it was um, 2006, so that's a good number of years ago, she was about 60 years old then. Okay, so picture this, a 60-year-old granny. So um, some of you might know that uh, my parents are the founders of Bright's Hardware, and um, my mom uh, at that time the um, at the Stickland branch there was a cash transit truck that had just offloaded some change and they were busy leaving the the, the premises and uh, um as they were leaving these cars came up around them and and they they were held up by gunmen who thought i mean talk about a dumb criminal they thought <laughs> that the uh, the banking was collect- being collected meanwhile it was the change being dropped off so I mean, they didn't get anything. The, the, the containers were empty. And anyway, the point that, I mean, uh, that sounds uh, funny, me seeing the bright side and the funny side like she normally does. But the the, the point is that uh, uh, this whole shootout started to play out right in front of the store. And uh, that store, some of you might know the Stickland branch of Brights, the then Stickland. It's now a different in a different location in Brackengate. But uh, uh, that branch, it had this large roll-up door in front. And and the the cash collection company, their truck was literally right outside the door and there were gunshots firing in all directions. So here's all these gunshots going, just picture that. And everybody is running into the building to take cover. Everyone's running away from the door. They're all running to the other end of the shop except two people, two brave people, two people with a whole lot of courage. The one person was, um, Mario October, one of the managers there. He's still there today at the Brackengate branch. And um, maybe Mario's listening today. And Mario, when he saw what was happening, instead of running away, he ran towards the door and he began winding down the door to protect the people. That took a lot of courage. He ran to the bullets. He didn't run away. Meanwhile, everyone's running in every direction and taking cover. Many people ran into the admin department, which was far away. And my mom was in the office right at the end of the, the the admin department. She heard the gunshots and she came running out of the office. While she's running out, everyone's running into the office. They're trying to get away. She ran out. She ran into the warehouse towards the gunshots to find out what was going on and how can I Stop it. How can I make a difference? I mean, can you just picture this, a 60-year-old granny running towards the bullets? I don't know anyone who would do that. I don't even know if I would do it. If I heard gunshots, what would I do? But that is the courage that shows the character. And you see, when you know people like that, you can't help but admire them and you will always trust them. You know that they will never stab you in the back. They will never hurt you. You know that they will always support you. They will always encourage you and they'll always try to help you. So big. Good character builds strong trust. Another important point of character, just to for you to realize the importance of character in leadership, is that successful leaders embrace the four dimensions of character. I'm going to mention them and then you're going to see why these four dimensions are so important and so powerful in leadership. The first thing is authenticity. How how, would, how do we define authenticity in leadership? I would say authenticity would be credibility and transparency, um, if you put that against phoniness and pretense and acting and, and putting on a show, that kind of thing on the other side. On this side, the credibility and the transparency. You must be able to say when you're wrong. You must admit and apologize when, you, when you're wrong. You must be able to admit your mistakes. And that's all transparency. And transparency gives us credibility. Uh, Max Lucado said an interesting thing. He said, God would rather us walk with an occasional limp than a continual strut. Isn't that interesting? What about self-management? another dimension of character or self-control or self-leadership. Ruth Haley Barton said a very interesting thing. She said, "We set young leaders up for a fall. If we encourage them to envision what they can do before they consider the kind of person they should be." What is she saying? When you when you're training someone up to be a leader, they need to understand that it's the leadership is built on the character and they need to focus on who they are growing up to be. Who should they be? How is their character developing? And then look at all the things they want to accomplish. And to keep grounded, we've got to ask ourselves questions. How do we stay grounded? There's a consistency question. Am I the same person no matter who I'm with? Hmm. I mean, that's a difficult one for all of us. I think in, to some degree, we're not 100% the same with everybody, but we got to aspire to be as much the same with everybody as we possibly can be. What about choices? Do I make choices that are best for others, even when another choice would benefit me more? Uh, do I just look after my own interests? Do I even make a choice sometimes to my own detriment so that I don't hurt somebody else? i rather benefit them than harm them. And what about credit? Am I quick to recognize others for their efforts and contributions to my success? Or do I say things like, I'm self-made. Nobody's self-made. I've said this before in the series. Someone changed our nappies and fed us. And somehow someone taught me to read and write. And someone taught me to think. How to think, not always what to think, but how to think. I know how to think effectively. You know, I've learned how to brush my teeth. Someone taught me to brush my teeth. So many basics we've learned from someone. And so we've got to give give credit to people. And no one has is self-made or has done it on their own. What about humility? I want to define humility quickly so that we get a right perspective because there's different ways people understand humility. And uh, humility doesn't mean walking around with my head hanging. And my shoulders down. When it comes to leadership, you could define humility as this. Not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less often. Get the difference? In fact, a a, a humble person thinks highly of themselves. They don't think that they're better than other people, but they recognize that they've got value. And because they've got value, they spend a whole lot of time thinking about ways that they can add this value that they've got to other people. They're looking outward to develop humility. If you want to develop humility, maybe you feel like you haven't. Being that, you know, I want to be, I want to be more humble. Here's, here's a, a one, a one instruction for you that's really going to help you. It's easy. It's all based on choices. And it's this. Be outward focused instead of inward focused. Focus on taking what you have and adding it to others. And then you'll be humble. Very easy. How simple is that? It's so simple that it's sometimes hard for people to do. Very easy. Just look outward. And courage. We spoke about courage now with my mom running towards the bullets. (laughs) Courage makes character possible. I want to give you a little thought provoker quickly because courage makes character possible. Remember, I've just said that. This is the question. How has adversity shaped your character? If you don't have courage, then adversity will break you. If you have courage, you're going to take that adversity and you're going to make that stumbling block a stepping stone. You're going to step on it and you're going to use it to your advantage wherever you can. COVID was a big test. And if you answer that question that that uh, the crisis or adversity has has rather crushed you than, than allowed you to stretch above it, I don't want to say ask that question for you to feel inferior. I don't want to ask that question to make you feel like a failure. I want to tell you that you don't need to do that no more. You can change it. Keep listening. Stay with me throughout the series. And by the end of the series, you're going to have all the tools you need to turn that thing around so that next time someone asks you what happened in adversity, the next time a COVID comes or some kind of a crisis comes, you're going to be able to build in that crisis. Instead of being crushed. And character makes you bigger on the inside. Than what you are on the outside. That's where you want to be. John Maxwell uh, said a very uh, important statement. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read it to you. And then I want to ask you another question. <laughs> Lots of questions today. This is what John said. He said, the inner voice wants to make you bigger on the inside. The outer voice wants to make you bigger on the outside. The voice you listen to wins the battle. The outer voice encourages you to appear bigger on the outside, often at the expense of who you are on the inside, and that's the mistake you don't want to make. So do you identify with that statement of John? Do you identify with that tension between the outer voice and the inner voice? Remember the voice that you listen to is the one that wins the battle. So if I've been listening to this, someone might be listening and thinking, oh man, my character needs so much work. I got so much I gotta change. Yes some ways you can develop character. Just three main points. I'm gonna end off with that today and then um next week we'll go on to something new relating to this topic of developing the leader within you. To develop character, it just requires certain a few a few it 's so easy and simple. a few choices you've got to make The first thing you want to do is embrace good values. Remember we spoke earlier that character is the foundation of the house, and if you want the house to stand you 've got to build a strong foundation in the foundation of a house how do we, how is that cement made you 've got sand you 've got cement you 've got stone you 've got water. Maybe a few other additives, but those are the main ingredients. Now, in a wall, you also have that. You've got sand, uh, cement, you've got water, and there's also stone. In other words, the bricks are the stone uh, that you put into that wall. But the the, the ratio of cement in the foundation is higher than the ratio of the cement you use when you're building your walls. And I want to say that embracing good values is the cement in your character. It's the cement in your foundation, which is going to make you a strong leader. So to be a strong leader, you need character. To have character, strong character, you want to embrace good values. What are your non-negotiables in life? Coming When it comes to values, in other words, you could say, I refuse to lie. Even to my own detriment, I refuse to tell a lie. I refuse to steal. No matter if I'm hungry, I will not steal. That is your non-negotiable. The thing that I refuse to do or not do, no matter what my circumstances are. Of course, you'll be tested in it, but the point is that's where you stand. There are certain things you're not prepared to budge on when it comes to values. Then there are boundaries. What are the lines that I refuse to cross? You know, you know, you set boundaries for yourself, and there are certain places that you will not cross a certain line. Maybe you'll say, Uh, When I drink wine, I will not drink more than one glass. I can drink the wine, but my boundary is one glass or two glasses. That could be classified as a boundary. I do drink wine, so it's not a non-negotiable, but I just have my limit. And boundaries are a good way to live. Uh, I don't like rules too much. I prefer boundaries. Uh, Rules are very rigid. But when you've got a boundary, then you know where the line you mustn't cross But you can be free to think out of the box and be creative inside that boundary. So where are the lines that you refuse to cross? And what do you stand for? People often say, you're being biased. I want to tell you everyone's biased. You're biased, I'm biased. We all have an opinion. That means we're biased. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. We should be biased. Even the judge who judges a case he might not be able to be flexible in giving his opinion. He's got to follow certain laws and structures. He's got to follow the jury, and and there's a, a lot of uh, in, the, in in certain countries they'll use a jury. He's got to follow certain guidelines. But in his heart, he's got a biased opinion to that guy who's who's been accused. And in his heart, he believes that guy's innocent or guilty. But he's got to follow the procedures and the structures and the laws and all that that will govern that case. So. It doesn't matter who you are. You're biased. I'm biased. We're all biased. It's a good thing. Another way to develop character is that we got to practice self-leadership. Self-leadership, self-control, self-governance. Miles Monroe said, self-governance is the best form of government. It's true. If everyone will just exercise some self-control, we might not need so many laws. So you've got to manage your decisions and you've got to follow through with them. That is self-leadership. I've got to lead myself before I can lead others. And the last very important one is you got to, we talk about develop, developing character. You want to value people. Find ways every day to express value to other people, especially people that you're not really connected to. A stranger, you know, give something to someone on the street. Uh, when you walk past someone in the street, someone you don't know, just give them a smile, you know. Add value to other people wherever you are. Say something kind to the cashier in the pick and pay or whatever. Anything, anything that is some value to someone. You don't have to do big things. Uh, John Maxwell said this and I, I totally agree. It's so powerful. It doesn't have to be too big. It just has to be thoughtful. Just be thoughtful of others. Remember, focus outward instead of inward. And how about doing something for someone you don't really like? You know, that guy at work, that guy that works on with you on the team and he rubs you up the wrong way and, or that other leader that really, I mean, they're so arrogant and, and they're just so full of themselves. And well, do something nice for them. It's easy to be kind to people who are kind to you or to people who you like. If you really want to test your character and you want to grow in character, do something nice to someone who's not so likable. If you can get that right, I want to tell you, your character's moved up a step. You have grown in character. And if you grow in character, guess what? You're growing as a leader. And that's it for today. We've run out of time. Next week, we're going to continue. And I want to ask you a question today, and and we're going to go into it next week. You can think about it so long this week. The question is, what do you think is the ultimate test of leadership? In the meantime, between now and next week, you can visit my website, bemadewhole.co.za. There are courses there that I do. I'm licensed to train as a Maxwell certified trainer, Uh, training, coaching, one-on-one groups, any kind of setting. You can check it out on the website. And as a certified trainer, I can even help you to get certified if you'd like to. Uh, You can just contact me and I can um, direct you on that. Uh, there's also my books that I've written uh, available as downloads as well as hard copies and um you can order the hard copies online or if you live near a Bright's hardware store in the Western Cape, you can pop into a Bright's and you can pick up uh, a copy there and all that information is on the website. Uh, My blog is there, and if you would like to get the recordings and or notifications of the recordings of all these um, series that I'm doing on radio, you can uh, just subscribe to that blog, and then you will be notified of the podcast recording when it becomes available. If we air it one day, within a day or two, it will be on the podcast. And there's also teachings and other videos there that you can check out. Uh, There's social media, and you can follow me there and stay up to date with all my Um, Ideas and and tips on how you can become better. And there's also community transformation. And there you will see the difference that Be Made Whole is making in South Africa as well as other countries of Africa. That's it for today. And uh, please join me again next week as we continue with developing the leader within you. Thank you. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit, 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za.